Welcome back to the Side Conversations Podcast. It's me, your host, Kevin DeAnda, and I am here with a very special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, your name is uh, Danny Roldan. Damn, how do you want to do this? Yeah, dude. Hey, how dude, you, this is just like, yeah, you just you, introduce yourself, man. Yeah, this is a new thing. I feel yeah, like it's I'm very, very different. Like when people like talk about it and then like I tell people, I'm like, yeah, you know, hop on. They're like, yeah, okay, I'll hop on. And then like once you press record, it's just like. Because <laughs> I, I almost wanted to say my rank. <laughs> yeah, like, like your you know, name and rank. And then just like, yeah, dude, uh, this is like, this is the thing I like about it, though, because like when we're here, like that stuff, like, yeah, it's still here, but it kind of melts away. And this is like. This is why I like doing it, you know, because it's it's me. It's not the Marine or, you know, the sergeant or whoever I'm talking to. It's not uh, their rank or anything anymore. It's just we're just two people, you know. That's no. why I enjoy it. No, yeah, we're here to bullshit about things. Yeah, that's, of course. That's what matters the most. Yeah, so speaking of bullshit, so we're doing a new segment called What's Going On in the World Today. And uh, so we're going to – basically what it is is we pull a uh, crazy story that's going on in the news somewhere in the world. So today – a Florida toilet explodes after lightning strikes the septic tank. Uh, <laughs> a Florida woman says lightning destroyed her septic tank and caused a toilet in her house to explode. And I'm guessing there's probably someone <laughs> yeah. already using yeah. it, right? So I couldn't imagine, you know, like, long day at work. It's been terrible. It's pouring down rain on you. You're having a terrible day, and you finally get home, and you're like, all right, time to relax. And you drop those pants, and you pick up your newspaper, and all of a sudden your toilet explodes beneath you, dude. I would have gone crazy. Yeah, because you're getting shitted on on a shitter. <laughs> and there's like... Literally, the roles <laughs> just reversed itself and everything uh, just totally changed. So that's what's going on in the world today. Next time uh, we play this, we'll bring up a bunch of crazy stuff. So I encourage all of you to, to look around and find out what's going on in the world because there's a lot of crazy things going on in the world today. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely, man. Even just... I mean, you really think about it. Like, we had what... And this this year alone, we had Area 51 raids. Yep. Can't take all of us alive, right? That's right. Hillary Clinton apparently suiciding some dude. Yeah, <laughs> another big thing going around, like a bunch of crazy stuff. So instead yeah. of a controlled ID, it's like a controlled suicide. Yeah. You know, um, so much things going on. I mean, there's a lot of conspiracies out there. There's just so much things going on there. Yeah. This is definitely the, the, the year of conspiracies, I feel like. Uh, now, I think that the world is at an all-time high of questioning things, which isn't a bad thing. I don't think that it's it's wrong for people to question stuff, but it's at an all-time high now. You know, and you can almost feel, like, the tension in the air. Like, when something happens, all, all of a sudden, you know, like, people are, are questioning it. They're pulling tapes. They want to, you know, look like there was a the shooting that happened in Philadelphia. I think mm -hmm. it was Philadelphia, um, where a guy locked himself in a room, and he shot, like, six officers, and there was, like, a huge standoff. Um, there was some video clip that they pulled that uh, an officer, uh, the, the caption was officers sp spraying fake blood on another officer. Oh, you saw yeah, that, right? Yeah. I saw that part. I didn't read about it. Yeah. I didn't look too much into it. Yeah. But it's very weird. So, you know, you hop in and he's, he's running to the car and then he stops, right? You can tell he's the, the officer's panicking and he gets to his partner and his partner like pulls it's like something out of his pocket. And sprays it onto his arm. And then, you know, once he's holding it there, stuff starts hitting the ground. And it, it looks like blood. Um, and people are like, you know, they take that and they're like, oh, they're spraying fake blood on these, you know, officers. And trying to make the guy look worse than he is. And I, 
And it made me kind of confused because I was like, what's the point? Of, if a guy's shooting at officers, why would he try to make it look worse? Like, it, it's already bad. Yeah. And then people were like, maybe it was a laceration. Uh, maybe he was trying to disinfect this and that. I mean, like, obviously, we both know, like, basic combat care. You don't, you know, spray a gunshot wound. You apply the pressure, <laughs> no, do all yeah, that no, stuff. But we're talking, you know, lacerations, anything like that. You know, you'd want to disinfect and get the guy out of there, like, as... Because there's only so much you can really do in a short time frame. You well, know? When you think about it, man, like how many anomalies are there really out there on a daily basis? There's so many crazy things that like, for example, none of us ever been in a situation where we're getting shot at in that, in that situation where none of us are cops. Yeah. We're not out there running the gun in. You know, some of those guys only have like, depending on what department they're in, they only of have course. Like a month or two of training. Of course. Yeah. So maybe, you know, this guy ran back. He did, Maybe he did get shot or maybe he felt like he got shot because that's something your mind can play tricks on you yeah, about. Yeah, of course, yeah. What if the first thing this dude thought of was like, let me grab this spray out of the cop car and let me spray that area of where you're at. Yeah, let me get you disinfected yeah, because... That could have been his first thought. Exactly. And I mean, just like you said, a lot of people who... I mean, there's obviously the select few who, who go through certain things, but... All these other people, and I, I, I talk about it all the time. I hate seeing the people on the internet and the, these people, like these, like the politicians or the people who are like, you know, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. This is wrong. This is wrong. Um, how can a person, you know, operate a gun like this? Operate a gun like that? Why would they? Why are we at war? Or people who like encourage war? And I'm like, you guys aren't out there. You're not in the military. You've never ran a gun once. Like I was like, a lot of you, you these people who say certain things like the the knife against like should a cop shoot a guy with a knife argument you know we talked about it a few uh a few episodes ago when a, someone came at an officer with a knife and the guy shot him and they're like why would you shoot him he only had a knife he didn't have a gun and then it, there was a video of a guy with a knife and they refused to shoot him and then he ended up getting a cop in a headlock and and uh, almost stabbed him and lo- thankfully an officer with a gun was able to shoot him and save that officer's life you know well not even that they even did statistics about it and you don't really think about it until you're actually into it so if, i think what they did was and i couldn't even get the exact numbers but they were like something along the lines of like 25 feet separates mm-hmm. only 2 seconds of pretty much thought process yeah 25 definitely. feet is a pretty good distance if you just measure it out yeah but if someone's coming full sprint at you because if they have a knife they're I mean, their first thing is they yeah, want to stab yeah, you. They want to yeah, kill of course. you. Of course. And, and you think no one's going to come at you with a knife. And what, what do you think? They're going to stab you in the arm? They're, they're going to, no, hell no. They're going for your neck, your face, your chest. Like, and people, you know, they're like, oh, why didn't he tase them? Why didn't he pepper spray? Because if I pepper spray you in the eyes, you can still move. You know what I'm saying? You could, but that's when, if I pepper spray you in the eyes, you're going to start swinging that knife around crazy. And then that could cause more damage. Well, just let's just talk about reactions. So what do you do? Um, for example, let's say, oh, actually in the news the other day, they were talking about how there was a crowd doing something. I forget what they were doing, but a motorcycle uh, had a little back blast going on. It was like pop, 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 whatever made yeah. little popping sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone freaked out. The news came out. Like They literally thought they were getting like they were Shot the, the next massacre. Yeah. Because that's their first thought process. Uh-huh. So imagine being a cop where this is a daily occurrence for you. They're not right. No one's sitting there, you know, videotaping this cop walking around all day, getting confronted every day. Of course. Yeah. Doing. You know, he he's she, getting, yeah, of I'm going to use he for this example. And that's, that's, that's a really good point you bring up. It, it's becoming a product of your environment. And uh, people associate that quote, like you're a product of your environment with, with like low end stuff, you know, cause you always hear it in the news or someone's like, this person just became a product of their environment, but it, it's professional too. Like 
if you're a very rich and successful man or woman and you're used to high class things because you work a high end job and you do, you become a product of that environment to where all you know is nice things. All you know is this and that. And when you're in a poor environment, you know, you're kind of like, they're kind of like, ew, like what's going on here? So if you have, you know, an officer who's used to, you know, being bothered, being, you know, shot at, being, you know, he's going to have certain type of reactions. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know. That's just like one thing that people, uh, talk about but they, they really just don't understand and in reaction time that's the difference between life or death you know what i'm saying um that could change everything it really could i mean we're in a we're in a room right now no we have one window one door that's the only way you can get out of here yeah there's yeah i promise you that if we both had a pistol on us right now which i think you do right yeah. no you can't but let's say let's say someone came in here and, you know, try to like confront us with something. I'm going to shoot this dude. Yeah. Because you're in my, you're in my space right now. Of course. But when it gets broadcasted on the news, more than likely, more than likely. Of course. It'll be, you know, trained Marine or Marine veteran or whatever it is. Yeah. Shoots invader, you know, in the face or whatever, or, you know, in, the, in a heart. Of course. Yeah. And kills him on the spot. But they don't go over the part where the dude broke into my place. Yeah. He wasn't invited. He wasn't came invited. to threaten my family or myself. Of course. And they also didn't say the part where I had nowhere to go. Yeah, there was no and it was just choice. one one window, one door, and, and yeah. the guy standing and at the one yeah, window, one door. Like, what am I? What am I supposed to do? You yeah. know? Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It's wild. Uh, I don't, I don't like personally. I I don't watch the news. Like, uh, I get my news from like other social media platforms, really. But I I'm not, um, the type of guy that just looks at one article. I'm like, yep. That's it. That's the one. That's, that's the exactly story. Happened, and I yeah. and yeah, and you know, like and, and I feel like that's just becoming a common trend. Uh people like you can like sometimes I'll just like see an article that I know like is just bullshit or like, you know, someone like it just looks fabricated or whatever, and I'll click on it and then I'll go through like the first initial comments and people are like, Oh my god, that's disgusting, that this is wrong, why is this happening in America? And then like you can really like scroll if you really, really scroll through it, they're like, This is fake, like none of this is real. People are like, We've already fact checked this, none of this happened, this doesn't exist. Like and and it just makes you think that the it's so easy for people to just consume something and just be like, That's oh, yeah. that's it. I mean, just that's think about think about this. All right, so we're both Latino men, right? Yeah. So Donald Trump, our president. Right? Yeah. There's a huge, horrible stigma with exactly what he actually does and then how we perceive that. Yeah. There's a specific Instagram page that I follow that's, you know, associated to us, Latinos and shit. But um, you go in there and every time there's something about Donald Trump and you read the the, the comments, they're always negative in nature. There's always yeah, something that's his fault, whether it is or it is not. I mean, yeah, sure, there's some things that he says that are not tasteful that I... You know, nobody should think that a president should say that because, yeah, because they stand for something. Right. They shouldn't use that certain language or do whatever. But let's say, for example, um, he did something. Let's say he just got rid of all debt. Yeah. Got rid of all debt for all college students from yeah. this date to this date. Somehow someone's going to flip it and be like, it's socialist. Or someone's going to be like, oh, he's a piece of shit. He probably only did that for, you know, upper class people. Whatever. Yeah. They're going to start there's always stuff. There's always something negative. And you know what I'm saying? Like, um, <clears throat> no facts, no facts at all. They're just going off of what they yeah. think. They see one article that says Donald Trump's going to get rid of debt for all upper class, uh, white people in this area. Full, maybe like, maybe that's like a social, not a social experiment per se, but like maybe it's maybe like a, a test or something like that yeah. to see if it's going to work. Of course. And it, they just hope, happen to choose a location. Yeah. There's always school. something negative in, in whatever it is. And like, it doesn't even matter if it's with the president or this and that, like a guy 
could uh you know like uh, that well actually like coming back to like what, what we were just talking about and my my best friend who who just got out of the marine corps he's um you know he's a uh a firefighter and uh I, I tell him like, you know, because people are like throwing stuff at firefighters, throwing stuff at cops, you know, like, and all this stuff, like they're just starting to disrespect, like, uh, to people who like try to save them and stuff. And I was like, I worry about him because I feel like he's going to do something very heroic and, you know, try to save someone. And then they're going to be like, oh, you know, he only saved him or her because he was, you know, this race or that race, or it would have been different. Like you can find it in literally anything, go look up anything on the internet and then, play a random video and I, I promise you'll find a, a comment about like this is uh, this isn't funny because what if he or she was black or what if he or she was white or you know this and that I'm like why is everyone starting to pull like yeah, why do we have to attach that to why, anything yeah to anything you know what I'm saying and it's always starting to pop up now wherever you go like dude you could post a picture of like a kid playing soccer and I promise you within a thousand comments someone will post something about race I promise like oh, yeah. it, it's, it's just weird how that's still a thing like why are we still like on this whole like race topic you know um like perfect example i actually saw a meme i've seen memes several memes about this and unfortunately memes are like the future yeah memes, media. memes are, are definitely like i yeah. mean a way of getting news Some i'm not even gonna lie it, though, yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i saw one recently or i saw a couple of them the same same topic but it's always like you know uh went to walmart saw this white dude look really upset had to leave right away because i didn't want to get shot up yeah cool like what if i said that about I don't See, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I went to Seven Eleven. There was like four black people hanging outside Seven Eleven, so I turned around. I didn't get a, you know, I didn't get gas because yeah. of that. And you, and you, it makes you think like, uh, people say these things like, and you're like, dude, you're like, and they're like, I hate hearing people go, oh, it's not racist because, uh, or I'm this ethnicity. Like if like anybody can be racist. That's yeah. not it, it. There's only one. There's no such thing as reverse racism or not. It's just racism. And and. It can happen with anybody. I've seen Latino people who are racist towards other Latinos. I've seen white people who are racist towards white people, black people who are racist towards black people. And then, uh, you know, there's it's self-hatred. And then you see other races who are, you know, hateful towards other races. And I'm like, dude, it's it's racism. And, uh, and it's, you know, it, it is that weird double standard where someone could say something about one race and it's no big deal in that community or whatever. But as soon as the roles flip, you know, it's a huge deal. You know, and it even extends to like culture. I think it's called um, cultural appropriation. I think it's called mm -hmm. where like, you know, if I'm a Hispanic dude and I get dreads, apparently I don't rate to have dreads because yeah. it's a cultural thing for you know whatever country of whatever continent. Right. So I, why I've don't why that. don't why can I do that? Maybe I maybe I read about you guys because for example I'm into samurais and like Japanese culture. I love yeah, it. of course. Yeah, it's awesome. Maybe I want to wear a kimono. I don't know. Is that a female thing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I, I know what you're, I know what you're saying. Maybe I want to rock a Komodo and I, you know, and whatever, even if I'm rocking it for like cultural purposes or I'm wearing it as a fashion statement. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I think, uh, I definitely feel you on that. My, my thing is like, if you are going to do that, at least, um, I'm not saying you have to like understand and know, but don't be, um, like disrespectful, I guess, or distasteful when you do it. You know what I'm saying? If you want to, wear you know like uh traditional like clothing or something but also understand like because sometimes people take it as like you're trying to make more of a fashion statement than you are showing respect like think about it the way i think about it is like this we we have dress blues right mm -hmm. they're badass this is what we wear this is our thing 
we there was a picture of 50 cent a long time ago that, yeah. yeah yeah when he was wearing and, and i bet you you know you're kind of just like hey motherfucker like that what are you doing you know what i'm saying like you totally you don't like uh rate to wear it or like you're wearing it wrong like don't disrespect it you know what i'm saying so that's like if you want to like do something from another culture that's i i think personally it's fine like if somebody wants to you know wear like a traditional hispanic dress and 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 like go go dancing or go to like you know anything out in the country go do it you know what i'm saying but just you know show respect when you do it don't try to i would even go as far as respect i really don't find anything i mean unless you're like specifically like that's your mission like i make a video of me wearing dress blues and i'm smearing like i don't know shit and i'm throwing up on it and i'm yeah. like fuck the marine corps like that's different you're yeah. targeting something and that's different right yeah I, I i see what you're saying yeah um but look, look at halloween shit we were Native Indian costumes. Was, was, yeah. Is that not a big deal? That's what I'm there? saying. Like, I, it's, it's kind of funny that you, it's like, we have all these rules and like, you see people who are like super strict about like this and that, but like Halloween comes around and fucking <laughs> anybody can do whatever they want. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, three years ago, I dressed as a cholo. I mean, yeah. I wore Dickies, uh, you know, the freaking Nike, whatever the things. Yeah, are the called. Cortezes. The Cortezes. Yeah, dude, that's that's freaking you know, I hard. I had a wife yeah. beater. And yeah, and and, and <laughs> people Modelo. people are like, I don't know. It's just such this weird double stand. And I, I, I if you really pay attention, people flip flop. You know what I'm saying? They're so like, I'm here, I'm there, I'm here, I'm there, I'm here, I'm there, and. Like me, I'm not one to engage stuff like that. I just like to watch stuff go on, you know? And it's really, if you really just pay attention, like just really watch what goes on in your timeline, you'll just be like, this makes zero sense. Oh, yeah. and, and a lot of times it has nothing to do with anybody. But people, you know, people like stirring the pot and then there are people who jump into it, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I think that's the biggest like distraction right now you know what i'm saying it's a huge distraction dude. yeah like people are literally basing their daily lives off social media like knowledge you know we call them you know going into the marine corps in general like we have something called barracks lawyers you know what i'm saying like you come yeah. back you get in trouble and you're like oh my you know my <laughs> leadership told me i have to do this and then you got that one dude who's been in for three years he's yeah. like no you can't do that yeah that's fucking bullshit you need to talk to this person you get him in trouble like yeah dude like you have no idea what you have no about. idea what you're talking about and now and you're that, putting this other dude in a predicament exactly and that carries over to where the base of this all started with people seeing something on the news and taking it as true and 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 misconstrued, uh, misconstrued, misconstrued. Yeah. yeah, sure. You know, but you know, taking it for what it's not. I'm like, dude, and they, they just take it. They see it like the guy who was trying to do something to this officer who had just been hurt. And they're like, nope, it's fake. That's that post it, stamp it and fucking send it out there. And I'm like, oh, uh, and it's just, we're just running around in this weird circle. And I'm like, guys, well, now like, that we're talking about, it, I actually kind of I want to look it up later tonight and, and find out what the what the yeah, what, what, what the different stories are. I'm going to look it up on like a left political side yeah. and then a right political side and see what the two and different. And just see, yeah, yeah, you can you can do that with pretty much anything. And um, I, I'm I'm not into politics. This isn't me. You know, I don't. I'm not a political person. I not. But it's just interesting to watch. You know how how things are so like this and that over there. Um, but yeah, I don't really play too much into that. I just like to know like what's really going on. Yeah. You know. And and if you're out there and you like to figure out what's going on, I'm just saying, you know, pay attention. You know, a bunch of weird stuff's going on. And uh, also about paying attention, have you heard, like, 
all these things going on about like people trying to like fucking shoot up Walmarts. Like, yeah, there's like warnings like saying, yeah. like, don't go to this Walmart in this area because yeah. there's a Facebook page or some sort of like mass text going out saying, yeah, we're going to shoot this area up. Like now we're starting into a fight or flight mode, I guess you can say. And yeah. now people are afraid to go somewhere based off of like a stigma. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's starting to freak me out. I mean, like, I mean, some people are like, oh, it's not credible. It's not as credible and i'm like well regardless if someone's telling me that like there's a possibility it's like you know i'm gonna i don't i, I don't want to let myself or someone i love go there and, and i'm not one to live in fear i you know no. we fuck, fuck that i, I can't live yeah i'm not gonna live afraid of something or somebody so kind of brings me into this question what do you feel is ideal for people who um Basically, I mean, like today's, what do you think about like, you know, carrying a weapon, having weapons in the house? Do you think people should be, you know, training their bodies? Like, you know, should they know martial arts? Should they, do you think everyone should do like, uh, you know, like basic resistance techniques? Like if it's like, you know, yeah, stuff like that. Ab- like, Absolutely. Everybody should know essentially the, how to defend themselves, right. how to defend their family. Cause you never know you're going to be in a situation. You should know how to, at the bare minimum, how to load a weapon, yes. how to deload it or unload it how to put it in safe, take it off safe, how to shoot it, at least the basic mechanics, because you can pick up any weapon right now as a military member. Yeah. Even say AK-47, you might take a little bit longer to figure out what's going on with it, because like, yeah. the magazine comes out a certain way instead of, it doesn't shoot straight up, it kind of goes yeah, in angle and it clicks in. Cut, yeah, and you got to yeah, lock so it in. I'm sure there's a name for that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But things of that nature, but you still have an idea of yeah, how it's going to work or function. Yeah, I definitely feel that everyone should at least know how to work a weapon, you know what I'm saying? I'm... Now, like, if we're talking about owning weapons, that's totally different. I mean, I own guns. I know you own guns. Yeah. It's it's whatever. Like, I mean, we have a totally different view on than a lot of people. But I think it's good for everyone to know, you know, how a gun works, why it's dangerous, why you need to be smart when you're holding one. You know what I'm saying? And, and just, you know, just have, like, the basic understanding. Like, uh would you teach your kids, like, you know, like, how? when do you think you should start teaching a kid about weapons? Or do you think you should wait till they're older. Well, so my son right now is autistic, but, uh, you know, hopefully if I do have another child, as soon as they're walking and talking, dude. Yeah, of course. I feel like they start they with like should... a BB gun or something like that. Yeah. Like my, uh, my parents gave me a BB gun. They were like, Hey jackass, like, here you go. But like, don't be fucking stupid with this because even though it's a BB gun, you think it's no big deal. Like it hurts and it could, you know, it's break windows. It could do this. It could do that. Uh, so I was like, okay, sweet. And then when I moved on to real guns, they were like, remember what I told you about the BB gun? Well, it's the same thing, but way worse. So like, so I think the hard part is the teaching the consequences of u- utilizing the wrong way. Yeah. And, and so trying what, to put, yeah, so, instill discipline about the weapon. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So what if you do catch your kid outside? I don't know. Shooting rabbits. When you told him all he can do is shoot targets. You right. know what I'm saying like, what do you, what do you say? What would I do time? personally? Yeah. Um, so I mean, if I've given him the whole spiel about like why you need to be smart, uh, why you need to be safe with with weapons and he's only allowed to shoot paper targets and i come out and i see him like leveling fucking rabbits you know like he's stacking bodies over here i'm gonna be like dude what first first thing i'm doing is i'm taking that thing away and i'm gonna have to like sit down and have like a long evaluated talk about like why are you doing this like yeah, what brought you to the point what you brought you it was okay to just start shooting to rabbits? Just, yeah something that has never wronged you uh, a species that didn't bother you pose no threat why are you doing that and i mean he's probably going to get smacked in the mouth because that is just that's wrong you're not supposed to do stuff like that and that's why when i think like when i say smack him in the mouth too it's like i'm gonna you know 
smack them in the mouth because discipline sometimes is, is a little bit physical. You know what I mean? And that's where that disconnect is, you know, this kind of brings up a totally different side conversation, but, um, like that's what I feel like we're lacking. Uh, oh, discipline by far. Yeah. Discipline. I and it, it's not, yeah, kid. yeah. And it's not just like discipline. Like you give them a little finger in the face and you say, no, it's like kids nowadays are not afraid of their parents. And that sounds weird. You know, like that sounds like bad. Like some people be like, well, what do you mean? Like afraid of your parents? Like, dude, I'm not, I'm not scared of my dad. I love my dad, it's, but it's, I'm terrified of him. You know what I'm saying? It's, and I, it's a fear of disrespecting them in a way you can, you can put yeah. it. You're, you're afraid of disrespecting them. They told you to do something. You knowingly did it, the wrong thing. Right. Maybe you just didn't think about it at the time. And now you've messed up. You know you messed up. And now you're like kind of thinking about like what's going to happen next. Yeah, what's going to happen. And, you know, it brings me to a point where like it kind of applies to real life and just work. When I was a drill instructor, one of the best pieces of advice I ever got told was like if you – well, not really advice, but kind of like a saying. It's like if you tell the recruits, you know, they're messing up, maybe they're not performing to, you know, the standards yeah. you want to set for them. Right. If you tell them something such as wait till we get back to the to the house, which is a, you know – Short talk for wait till we get back to the squad base. Yeah, they should be like, man, they, fuck, I fucked yeah, up. Yeah, they that should mean, be like, yo, I fucked something. up, and then they're like trying to make it all tight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, go, like, yeah, you guys but, signed it up on but, our way back. Yeah, Same but regardless, when you kids. get there, you're still gonna fuck them up. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. um, because you have to do it, you have to show them that there's still a consequence, no matter how far down the road you get or or how good you get at it. If you mess up it's still going to happen. You oh, know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, I mean, I going back to boot camp for me, it didn't, we were Marines. We were already Marines. You know what I'm saying? And we were messing up and he's like, just wait till we get back to the house. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it still happens, you know, it's still getting yelled at, still getting spit on all this stuff. I'm like, damn, you know? So it, it, uh, I don't know. And if that's where that disconnect is, because people are like, I'll never hit my child. And I'm like, that's fine. You don't have to hit him. But like, you have to do something because words aren't always going to be the answer for a kid. You know how fast a, a kid can be like, you know, oh, I got yelled at. That sucks. You know, I'm going to be cool for a few days. But then the more you just keep using words, I'm, he's like, I'm perfectly fine. He gets older, bigger, stronger. And then, you know, his voice gets a little bit louder. His voice gets a little bit deeper. He has more energy to keep, you know, going against you. And like those words, you know, like they just well, don't hold as much water as, you know, getting well, discipline goes into other things, too. So you told me earlier today, you said, because I came in here looking for a beer. Yeah. You're like, oh, I don't drink anymore. Yeah. It's great. I'm pretty sure that if, I mean, if I was younger, I'm a little bit older now, but if I was younger and it was younger me hanging out with you, I'd probably encourage you to drink with me because I want yeah. you to drink with me. But over time, the more you keep telling me, no, dude, I don't drink, I'm done drinking or whatever the case is for your own reasons, at some point, I'm going to stop asking you to drink and right. I'm going to accept it. Yeah. And that's the discipline part of it. Now I'm building discipline off your discipline. Now exactly. I know you're not drinking. So now I know when I go out and maybe the new guy or the newer person or the, maybe the higher ranking person is like, hey, you know, drinks for everybody. And I know you get a drink. I'll be like, hey, you know, whoever, he doesn't drink or that's of not course, his thing. Yeah. Now, now it's a known thing. Yeah. So then that's where the discipline gets built. Like it's a it's a full circle thing. It doesn't just Definitely. involve just you. It involves yeah. everybody around of you. Of course it does. Um. I'm a huge believer too that that has to start, but it has to start somewhere. And I think it starts with the parents, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like, like I said, my dad was big on discipline. My dad was a Marine. He was, you know, he raised me like I was some shitbag PFC, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he <laughs> held me accountable for everything that I did. And that's, you know, also coming into the, the military and learning, you know, discipline, like for myself and stuff like that. Um, and 
just seeing how undisciplined everyone else was and seeing like how far the spider web can reach when people let themselves go and they keep drinking and they think it's casual or they start spending money and thinking it's super casual to do all that. You know, it's kind of like that internal battle where you, you, you got to like step it up. You're like, dude, look, just don't order Domino's tonight. Just don't fucking do it. Go to bed. It's, it's, it's nine o'clock at night. Go to bed. Don't order Domino's. Uh, your, your boy knocks on your door at like 1030 on a Wednesday and he's like, hey, you just like want to kick back and have a beer. You, you just say no. Be like, I'm good without drinking, but we can sit down and talk. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Some bullshit. Yeah. yeah and, and like, I was never really into drinking to begin with. Like, when I was in high school, like every now and then I'd have a, a beer or two. And I think I might have gotten drunk in high school, like maybe three or four times, but like I wasn't too into it. And when I came to the Marine Corps, I see, I saw like a lot of people doing it. And I was like, okay, now I'm 21. You know, you do your 21st birthday, you're like, all right, cool. And I just hated the way it made me feel. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Every now and then it's like, all right, I'll have a few beers, but I can't, I just can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, it just doesn't appeal to me. And I, it's, it's almost like a switch, but I was like, you know, I, a better way to compare it is with, instead of alcohol for me, like I used to smoke cigarettes, like heavy. And I was like, this is, you know, I knew it was bad. I knew it was gross, whatever. And I was like, uh, I mean, you even saw me too, when we were like overseas, like we were smoking every single day, like I was just walking out, having smoke break, this and that. And then, you know, when I came home, I had to, you know, tell my, cause I was like, I'm in shit shape. I, I, yeah. I can't, yeah, I, I look like shit. I, I perform like shit. You know, my teeth are getting gross. I got to, you know, do all these things better. You know, I'm tired of smelling like smoke and I, that switch, you know what I'm saying? Like it start. I look back to what my dad had taught me, what my drill instructors had taught me, what everyone around me has taught me. And I was like, dude, you got to have the freaking discipline and just put that shit down, turn, turn the switch off. You know what I'm saying? And just... I do. Yeah, I can go off. I can go off on a tangent about anything, about anything. But I, so one thing I actually uh, started doing recently was, I went to a, was it Marshall or TJ Maxx? It's Marshall's here, right? I think it's Marshall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Marshall's and I was walking around. All I wanted was some socks. Yeah. Went to go get some socks. You know how that goes, man. Walking yeah, around. Walk like, around oh, shit. Yeah, walking around. Yeah, it's kind of a nice t-shirt right fuck, there. Fuck, man. I need this yeah. wardrobe for $350. Yeah. I'm going to put it in my... Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly room. what you're talking about. So I go around, and I'm looking around, and I see this um, this little polo shirt. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I'm going to dress up a little nice one of these days. I'm tired of wearing the same thing. Yeah. Grab the polo shirt. Even on the clearance, it was like 35 bucks or whatever. So then here I am walking around. I get to the end, and I'm like, nah, screw this, man. I'm going to... Why do I need this fucking polo shirt? Yeah. I don't. I have I have a ton of polo shirts back home. Yeah. I'm only here temporarily. I don't need this right now. In order to make myself not buy it as well and not convince myself I didn't need it, the first thing I did was I put it away. I went on my phone. I took the $35 I thought I was going to spend and I put it into savings. There you go. And I call it shithead savings. And I have smart. like 800 bucks in there. There you go. Of just like stupid crap I was going to buy. Yeah. And I just give it to myself. It and now instead of Losing thirty five dollars if I really wanted it. Now I lose seventy. Now yeah. I have to put thirty five in savings and I have to pay for this stupid. Exactly. Shirt. See, that's so smart the way because if you're willing, if you know you don't need it, right? You know you just don't need something, but you want to buy it. What's the point? Just put it in your savings. There you go. Now you just save that money because exactly. you know you're like that T-shirt you got. You might wear it every now and then, maybe, and you know like. But you still have all these other clothes. Like, what's one other shirt, you know, going to add to it? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's cool to have, but it's material. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's it really going to do for you? But that money, you just put in your savings. Like, maybe you can make one big purchase for something you really want or really need or that rainy day fund that just happens yeah. to come in handy. That's super smart. I read a thing about this couple who they uh, they did a courthouse wedding. 
Yeah. They did a little ceremony in the backyard of their house with their family and like a barbecue pretty much. Yeah. They spent no pretty much no money on his wedding. They took the money they were going to spend on a wedding and they put it towards a down payment of their new home that they celebrated in. Genius, yeah. And of course, I look at the comments and half were like the females and males. Well, it really doesn't matter gender, but they're all like, oh, that's so beautiful. That's awesome. And then you got the other half. You got the haters who are like, you know, you got some women who are like, oh, no, my man's going to give me a freaking yeah. whatever. They're the, the or, materialistic people. Or the dudes who would be like, oh, no, my girl's going to get everything. This dude's just being a bum. All right, cool. Being a like, bum, I just bought it. You know, might be like, I'm a, a bum, house, yeah. but I just got a house. Where are you at right now, bro? You exactly, chilling with your mom? Saying, yeah, like, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's all perspective. It's how you yeah. see things. And if you value a wedding, I get it. It's a fucking, it's a lifelong dream of most people. Like, I want yeah. the perfect Yeah, and it's wedding. something they're going to want to remember for the rest of their life. Why you know, not so. do it uh, Why not do it 10 years into the marriage once you know for a fact, like, hey, this did work out. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen people do like not. I guess it's like a remarry kind of. They just redo the ceremony because they're like they, they just want to do it again and do it like you know they saved a bunch of money. They're like let's do it again. You know what I'm saying? And and some people do it later. You know what I'm saying? And that's fine. You know what I'm saying? It's just celebrating it. It's about not being materialistic. I hate materialistic people. You well, know what I'm saying? What makes you materialistic? Would you so, buy the 1775 white t-shirt or you're gonna buy the Hanes white t-shirt? That's like maybe two dollars more. Like uh, what makes it what turns it to I think so yeah that, that's, a, that's a good question we talked about this before because someone asked um, what makes Supreme like what's the hype beast hype all about you know like know why does everyone yeah so like, like what's up with the t-shirt with a red stripe and white letters on it it says a word yeah and, and it's like and $60 it's, yeah 60 bucks and, and it, it makes you think like why is this such a big deal and being materialistic is the hunger for the brand if for the for the recognition that you're going to get around from people around you, you know what I'm saying? Pe- think about it. Like that couple that did it all in the backyard, you know, they they did it and they had a cookout with their closest friends and family. They didn't need recognition, you know? They probably took a few photos and I bet you it's like one sitting up on the fridge, maybe one made it online. Yeah. But they didn't dance around everything. Like people want to wear really really nice clothes, not just for themselves, but so people can look at them and be like, damn, that guy's, you know, he can afford that. Not because, like, yeah, it looks cool, but like, wow, that guy can afford that. He must be doing really well for himself. And people want um, only the nicest car to take out because they're like, damn, he can afford it. Like, look at that. Or And all these super expensive things. Like, dude, people are buying, like, $30,000 chandeliers. Like, what's the, <laughs> dude, get a light. <laughs> like, get a, get a light, but, you know, and people are willing to spend some of their last few dollars on something that's pointless. You know what I mean? And because they want the recognition. Um, So the easy definition saying materialism is not really, it's not really the price per se, but it's more of the quality. So for example, if I can get the same thing, does the same thing I wanted to do the in-state, but one is like five bucks, one is $25, uh which is the difference in the brand. It's It's the brand. That's fine. But let's say, let's say I'm buying something. Maybe I want to climb Mount Everest. Okay. I can buy a baseline, I don't know, jacket, overcoat, or mm-hmm. something crap like that. But for something like Mount Everest, I probably want something materialistic because I yeah. know for a fact that brand has a name. That's true. Now that's so that, now you're talking yeah. about. Well, like, now we're yeah. getting into like qual- quality and quantity type stuff. Like, um, no doubt, some stuff is better quality. You know what I'm saying? There, there's no doubt. Like that, the more expensive it is sometimes. But I'm saying sometimes. You know what I'm but, but the thing is, they both meet the same intent. They're both blocking wind and they're both keeping you warm let's right. say it's just it's it's the the trust in in the, the trust, name yeah, so yeah they, they build that that reputation of being like the best um 
Yeah, I guess. I mean, that that makes that makes pretty good sense. I could see that because I mean, but I mean, shit. If I was climbing Mount Everest, where I know like a bunch of climbers die every year, I you know. So what if what if homegirl, uh, you know, fiance wants a diamond ring? Her, okay. Her things, uh, princess cut diamond, say yeah. one one carat. I don't one know. One carat. That's, that's like you're that's running like a thousand like, bucks. Yeah, know. maybe around that if you're lucky and you've got know. a basic band. So yeah. let's say you got a regular, generic, you know, jeweler that sells it for seven hundred, but you don't know who the fuck they are. And then you got another jeweler, let's say like Zales or whatever those things are called. Is it Yales or Dale? Zales? Zales. Zales. With the Z, yeah. Yeah, and they sell it for $1,200, $500 uh-huh. more, but it's the same exact thing. I mean, me like, personally. This is like a lifelong diamond. That she's going to wear it every yeah, day. Yeah, but I mean, are they the same thing? or it's like the same exact thing visually. But yeah, most people. Let's most, say it is. Yeah. Everything, all the properties are the same, but it's the person selling yeah, it's it. Yeah, the, it's the, most people will be like, I don't know who this guy is, but I know Zales. I've seen the commercials. I've seen yeah. them. I've done that. So I'm going to buy it because it costs, you know, because I trust the brand. And that's where I think, the, you know, it, oh, man, like I just. Like insurance, the general, that commercial, that thing's on all the yeah. fucking time. Oh, I yeah. really want to get it because it's like $10 for insurance. <laughs> but I'm going to stick with Progressive because I know Flo's got my back. Yeah, I mean? for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know. It's just the people. um, who are just heavy into it, you know? And I'm like, man, like you, you said it when you came into my room, like, you're like, man, you live really simple. Yeah, you know, I don't, I have here. what means a lot to me on my wall. I have what means a lot to me on that desk behind you. And then, you know, I, I have like, I'm just focused like right here and living simple, dude. It's, it's when you learn to just, I, I guess not learn, but like when you just finally just accept, like you don't need all these things, you know what I'm saying? People, try to find like happiness and and small items or big items. But like, you know, motherfuckers can still cry in a Lamborghini. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) If that's the way I think about it, it's like, yeah, I could ball out buy a Lamborghini, but like at the end of the day, I'm probably just going to be sitting in there sad as fuck still. You know what I mean? Check out the thought concept behind this. When I first came in, I went on my first deployment. I had a Honda Prelude 95. Yeah. I fucking miss that car. (laughs) Used to call it a spaceship because inside like it was really cool looking. Yeah. So anyways, so I had this car, came back, thing was like the the brake calibers and all that shit was just rusted oh yeah could have easily replaced the brakes for like i don't know 350 bucks or whatever whatever it costs to replace the brakes i think it's like front wheel drive so you really only have to replace the front yeah it's probably it's like less than let's 200, just go maybe. with 300 bucks right yeah 300 bucks for brand new ones have someone install it because i don't know how to do the crap and i yeah. didn't want to waste time instead of doing that guess what i did hmm. i bought a brand new fucking car i bought a wrx that cost twenty four thousand dollars but yeah. the car has already been paid off all I had to do is spend three hundred dollars on freaking right. brakes back in two thousand seven, but my dumbass bought a whole damn car. Yeah, that car changed my whole entire life with money. Ever since then, you know that car. Other things happened with that car, but I ended up having these high payments. I couldn't do things. I was like all I yeah. could afford was just to get in my car, go to point A, point B, and that's it. Yeah. So it sucked, man. It changes my whole life. Yeah, to this point, you see like stuff like that. Um, I've seen it in like the rap community like i've seen rappers even alan iverson used to do it he would uh his name's little baby is the rapper he said he never wears the same outfit more than once so once he has he wears one shirt one set of pants one pair of shoes he either gives them away or throws it away it's ridiculous i'm like that's absolutely ridiculous and the same thing happened with alan iverson you know he would like buy a fresh outfit wear it once and toss it and i'm like like yeah, that's cool. That's like a real like a real cool flex, but you're throwing out money. Well, is he donating it at least? Well, he or, said or we a few of a few of them said they throw some in the trash. 
Oh no! I mean, at least donate it to like yeah. someone who actually can wear yeah, it. Yeah, who can just wear it. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't like people like that. What's the you? Yeah, you get the minuscule. Uh, you know, like, damn, you know, like the recognition, like, damn, that guy's got money. That's tight. But what is, what is that really doing for you? You know, I don't know. It's just a, a weird flex that's that some people do. I don't know. That stuff that throws me off. I don't know. I mean, like, it even comes down to like accessories and shit, too. Like, you know, I got rims in my car. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that a flex? I guess it is, right? Yeah. I mean, definitely. It, yeah. It's a, it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a subtle flex. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> like, yeah, I can afford it. You know what I'm saying? No, I got a, I got a Tahoe. It's all blocked out and I got no kids in the back. So, I mean, do yeah. I really need a Tahoe? No. I don't because gas is like four fifteen in Cali. Yeah. But you got one. I do. Now it's yeah. stuck paying like $90. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, week. so that's like, you know, what, what's like people's, you know, I mean, we've all done it. You know what I'm saying? Like we've all bought something where I'm like, why in the world did I even get this? You know what I'm saying? It's like, cause I just had the money and I just felt like spending it. But you know. So what is your most regrettable purchase ever? My most regrettable purchase. I'll tell you a story. So, um, I had, uh, I think it was like a night. No, it was like a 2000 Pathfinder all blacked out, you know, like my little off-road buggy that I could just take around, do whatever I wanted on it. Thing was, uh, you know, a trash can. It, it didn't have any AC or anything on it, but I mean, it, it ran. And um, my buddy was getting out of the Marine Corps and he was like, yo, he had this really nice 1990, 1999, excuse me, 1999 red box body Silverado with red interior, super nice. And he was like, yo, you know, he's like, I'm trying to sell this, you know, um, he's like, it's five G's right now. And I was like, well, I mean, I already have a car. I mean, yes, this one like looks way nicer than the one that I have now, um, you know, it seems like it's running really better. Like, I, I mean, I didn't really look into it, but I was like, do I, what's the point of buying this truck? You know what I'm saying? Also, it was a stick, and I've never drone, driven stick before, so I was like, I'd have to learn stick how to, to drive it. Um, I'd have to, you know, maybe, like, replace the, uh, I did have to end up uh, switching the alternator and the battery, and then all this stuff to it, but I still saw it, and I looked at it, and I was like, yep, it just looks cool, and I want it, and I bought it. Five Gs out of my pocket. And a car that I, I now I had two cars and I was like, what's the point of this? I was like, why did I do this? And and that's what was my like thinking back. If I still had those five thousand dollars in my pocket, I could have done like my my room would be different. I'd have a totally different studio set up. Uh, I mean, I'd be set, you know. No, yeah, absolutely, yeah. That's I, my I, most regrettable purchase. I mean, the the truck ended up blowing. Like, uh, I sold it before I went uh, before I left, and then. Like two weeks later, a piston like blew through the engine block, and I was like, "This was ridiculous." I was like, "Why did I even do that?" Have you read Have you read the thing where like they have like a comparison of like purchases where it's like people are okay with spending a hundred dollars at dinner with drinks, mm-hmm. but they're not okay with spending an extra hundred dollars on groceries that could last them weeks. Right. People are gonna spend, you know, I don't know. X amount of dollars on one thing, but they're not willing to spend X amount of dollars on the other thing. Yeah, that's like exactly some people, the same. some people would go out and spend sixty dollars at the bar, but if they needed two bags of Tide Pods, yeah, they'd they like, like look at it. They'd be like, "That's like it's like six, seven bucks." They're like, "Let's just let's just get one where it's only three dollars." And I was like, "What are you doing? What what is the <laughs> point of that?" Like, it's crazy. It, I don't know where that mentality comes from. I like. don't I don't know where it comes in either. Like it's literally cheaper, and but why why are we doing that? I do it. I do it all the time. Yeah, I mean I. Yeah, 
I do. <laughs> that's just, just like, a, like it's just a weird thing. Yeah. And it, that's where, you know, we just got to start telling ourselves like, yo, just don't fucking do this. I'm going to hire someone to just walk around and just smack me in the back of the head every time I make a stupid purchase. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I, I've tried to be frugal. I'm very frugal. I've heard it multiple times from many people, you know, like, oh, you're like too frugal with your money. Like you don't go out and have any fun. It's like, yeah, I get it. But like, I'm, you know, I got fucking money stacked up now. So I think I'll be okay for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we you make know? fun of this one guy we're here with right now in the course. And we always make fun of him because he's always, every time we go somewhere, he's like, you have a military discount? What's on sale today? What's the <laughs> yeah. special? Yeah. And like everywhere we go. And then like, he'll like reaffirm it. Like at the end of when we're getting like the paying for it. Yeah. He's like, you're going to put the discount on there, right? <laughs> and we're like, dude, like stop doing that. Yeah. But like, he saved us like, I guess after the last two months, he's probably saved me like. 70 80 bucks maybe. Yeah, and that stuff adds up i mean i'm frugal but i'm not like some of these people who do like have you ever seen uh i think it's called like super cheap skates or something like yeah the is it the supermarket one extreme couponers or something like that i i, I don't know but like they've just follow people who are super cheap like they reuse uh like tissue they uh they bathe in like no, stand they bathe in like there was one family. Okay, this is like really gross, but there was one family, right? They were super cheap and they wanted to save like 80 bucks. Like 80 bucks every two months on their water bill. So listen to this. They'd fill up the bathtub and then the dad would bathe and then he would hop out and tag the mom in and then the mom would bathe in the same water and then she'd tag, tag out and then the son comes and bathes in that water. Oh. He just triple dipped in, in bath water and had to bathe in it and like clean himself. And they've been doing that for like years. Yeah, I wouldn't even want to double double dip in my own bath water. No, absolutely. If I step out <laughs> of the bath, I got to refill it. You know, that's disgusting. And and people will really go. There's a guy uh, who bought a car. And the second he bought it, he totally plastic wrapped it, like saran wrapped the wheel. All the, the freaking buttons on the dash are like plastic wrapped. And, and the seats are plastic wrapped. And he's like, yeah, it's in great condition. He was like, he's like, the resale value is still like a couple thousand dollars. And he's like, I don't take it very far because I want to keep the mileage low. And he's had it for like 10 years. Not a stain, not a scratch, nothing. And they'll go to like great lengths for that. At least I'm not like that. You know what I mean? But <laughs> shit, dude, bathing in someone else's bathwater. Yeah, I've seen, That's... I've seen, there's, there's a show on this and I've seen it and it's really, it's crazy. I've seen it. You know how, like, when you open a ramen up, yeah, and it, com- it technically comes in like two different like slivers, I guess you can call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way, you can like kind of break it apart. Yeah, break it half. apart, and then like there's like yeah, I know what you mean. It looks yeah. like there's two stacks. Yeah, yeah, of it. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, there was a family who literally only cooked one half for each person, and the, the ramen costs like thirty cents, literally like twenty yeah. thirty cents. Yeah, and people are willing to penny pinch like that, and I don't really know what they're getting at, like a. <laughs> I have a really good friend. I'm actually uh, recording with him soon. Um, his name's Caleb. And he is literally, like, he's not cheap. He's just really good with money. But every time he finds, like, a penny, he, he'll literally, if he sees a penny at the bottom of a sewer, he's hopping it. <laughs> and he'll always grab it, and he just says, yeah, I'm one penny closer to a million dollars. And I mean, like, that's a, that's great, a good, it's a yeah, it's a yeah. great mentality. But, like, come on, man. I mean, I don't know. Hey, you never you, know, man. Never actually, know. this brings up a question. Would you... I ask some people this. You find a wallet on the side of the road, all right? 100 bucks in it with an ID. What are you going to do? Honestly. Like, oh, did I see who dropped it? No, you just a found person it. person in my in like in my vicinity. You're I say just, say I you just, just like walk out of a Foot Locker and you know, you just like yeah, you walk down the road and you're like, 
Oh, it's like kind of in like a crease, and you're like, oh, I think someone dropped this. Like, I'm taking it. Yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna return the wallet and the ID? Uh, man, that's a hard question. Now that I'm older, I guess I would. Re- uh, there's a lot going on. Man. Yeah. I can look this question up on <laughs> yeah. social media. I, yeah. And I can start involving like some ethics. We talked about this. I think this is like a big conversation. A lot of like Fortune 500 companies and stuff where they ask like, what would you do in a scenario? Whether it's one, ten, a hundred, thousand bucks. Yeah. And then people start getting to the part where they start talking about whether it depends on the person who lost it. Is it a poor person? Is it a rich person? Yeah, but you, you'll never it doesn't know. Matter. You can't. You can't tell off an ID picture. Well, you what know if you were? What if you're at the Trump Hotel and you knew there was a huge conference and you're cleaning up the conference and you find it? You know, all these motherfuckers are rich. Yeah. So, I mean, it had to be like stacks. I ain't swiping nobody's credit card. That's that's some fucking. So like, it comes into the fact like now you want to involve someone's status that they work for, or maybe they didn't work for it, but for the most part they work for it. Yeah. And now you're going to base your decision, your ethical decision on that, that keynote. So I don't know. Uh, I think at the end of the day, I would say about a couple of years ago, I probably would have just took it. Right. Uh, but I think nowadays I'm a little older, you know, I have a kid now. I kind of see things a little differently. So I would definitely go out of my way to find that person online. Yeah. I have the resources and I would give it back. Right. Yeah. Very well. And if I had to, I'd go to them. Or yeah. I mean, if I was them. able to find them, I, I'd probably give it back. Yeah, because I think the whole the whole idea, you know, you want to get treated how you or treat others yeah. how you would like and to I'm be treated. A, yeah, I, and I'm a huge believer in karma too. Yeah. That shit adds up, and like sometimes, like you 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 fuck around, like karma is gonna hit you in the weirdest oh, time. You know what I'm saying? So it's best to just kind of just not be a dick, you know, and just try to help people out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so yeah, I feel that. I feel it. Would you steal bread to feed your family if you were broke? Yeah. 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 You can do. I'll it. do a lot of shit, man. Oh, I, I mean, I'm the same way. Like I. Because, like, everyone's like, oh, well, you know, some people, oh, it's very rare you'll find someone who's like, uh, you know, like, oh, no, you shouldn't steal, like, get a job, you'll fuck that. Like, if I really can't and it's down to, like, the last option, yeah, I'm going to steal. It's literally a thing. It's survival of the fittest. It's literally in the yeah. words. Like, and you're I, doing what you need to do. I'm not hurting you. Yeah. Maybe I'm hurting you in the long run because maybe you're just as poor as I am or maybe a little, little better off. Yeah. But now I just took, you know, 50 cents or a dollar away from you. And the work from it, so now you've lose, you've lost some some commerce. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm feeding my family, and, and I you're doing to your steal thing. from some. I'm not gonna hurt you. Yeah. If you catch me stealing, cool. Here's your fucking bread back with yeah. my fingerprints on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm glad you you brought that up. Um, I'm a I'm a very firm believer, and I preach uh, this a lot in doggy dog. Like, uh, from a young age, I was told and I was taught that nobody on this planet owes you shit. Like, you, like, everyone on this planet, they didn't come here by choice. They weren't like, all right, I'm going to be born at this time. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You were just born. Like, you know what I'm saying? All the stars aligned and you happened. You know what I'm saying? So you're here. You don't, no one owes you a nice house, a nice car, a nice this, a nice that. You know what I'm saying? You have to grind for it. It is dog eat dog. And people now are, um, so they feel this entitlement, you know what I'm saying? I really feel like entitlement is like really starting to take over. And uh, they're not really starting to understand that uh, you do have to work for things. And if you're not, if we're in the same, like you and I, we both get hired, same time, right? And all we have is like a resume, base resume. We both just got out of college, both had the same degree. We're at a company now, you know what I'm saying? They're like, we're going to pick one of you to stay, you know? So I'm going to make sure that I'm up earlier, I'm at work earlier, I'm being more productive than you. If you're going to the bathroom, cool, I'm taking over whatever you are working on and I'm going to finish it before you get back. And if you're eating, like, I'll, if we get one hour for, for chow, you know what I'm saying? 
I'll, I'll just eat in the 10 minutes it takes me to eat and I'll keep working. Or not even eat. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, or, or why do I, you know? And and that's what the, that doggy dog, like sometimes you have to step on people's toes and sometimes you have to hurt, not like physically hurt, but hurt someone's feelings or like tell them like it's not going to work. Like when we started this podcast, it was me and my friend Anson, you know, and um, we started doing it and we were like, okay, cool. And then we kind of like started disagreeing on a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? And it was kind of just like, you know, I don't agree with this idea. I don't agree with that idea. And, you know, I would bring up an idea and he's like, yeah. And then I, he'd bring up an idea and I'd be like, yeah. And then we kind of just, you know, I, it came to the point where I was like, okay, this is a business now. You know, I'm trying to monetize myself. I need to push my brand out there and my ideas. And if it's just not working, you know, if you got frostbite, you got to cut off the limb, you know what I'm saying? Because that shit could, can spread, you know what I'm saying? Oh, not frostbite, but if you get bit by a snake, sometimes you got to cut off the fucking hand, you know what I mean? And it's a, it's a sacrifice that you have to make, and people are going to get hurt. You know, you step on someone t- someone's toes, it's going to hurt, but you got to do it. Because this is, like I said, nobody owes you shit. I don't, no Fortune 500 company owes you a job. No, you, no. you're going to work for it, and like it goes into the whole, like, doing stuff for people too. Like, do you truly believe? Yeah. Maybe some instances, but like deep down inside, you know, when you do something for somebody, yeah, it's going to, you, you know, it's there in some ways going to pay back to you. Of course. Or if a situation comes up where I need your help, I'm a little bit more confident that you're going to, that you're going to come through. Yeah. Because I did this for you. Yeah, exactly. And people, um, like friends, I mean, everyone has that one guy in the friend group that's never really around. You know what I'm saying? He like every now and then he pops up and then, but nobody will really count on him as much as they do everybody else. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's because you're not really there. You're not really doing much. And that just, that in a small group, like a friend group, just imagine that on a larger scale when you're working and you actually have a job. Um, I mean, I'm not the type of person to sit around and worry about somebody else's feelings. I mean, sometimes I used to be the guy trying to make everybody happy trying to make sure everyone gets a piece of the pie. Do you think you're good at giving advice? I think I'm really good at giving advice, honestly. I so feel like I have a a decent understanding of the world, but is it I'm easier? kind of a, I, I feel like I'm kind of a dick though, you know what I'm saying? Because, but I, I try to speak the truth and just tell people, you know, stop pussyfooting around. Is it, and, is it easier to be blunt, giving advice to someone you know very intimately or just a random person came up to you? So, Personally and honestly, like, uh, I give advice the same way. I used, like, used, you, like, uh, before I, uh, tried to, you know, like, mix it up a little. Like, someone's, like, you know, very fragile and stuff. I try to be, like, you know, introduce it very, like, gently and this and that. And then someone, like, I really know really well, I'm just like, boom, like, this is it. Boom, boom, boom. But the more I notice is, like, when people who I didn't know or who were, like, very soft in nature and stuff, when, I, when you try to, like, you know, spoon feed them, they don't take it. Or it, it's not that they don't take it, but it doesn't process in their head. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I feel like um, you got to be blunt with everybody. Because if you say it in, in an, not authoritative, really, but, like, a stern, like, a, a kid struggling with money, you know what I'm saying? You could be like, listen, man, it's probably best that you just stop spending your money like this because you're going to go in debt, you know? And he'll be like, all right, cool. Be like, you know, you need to sit him down and be like, listen, motherfucker, you keep doing this, you're going to be broke. You're not going to have any credit. You're not going to be able to afford living. You're going to be living on the streets. I promise you're going to be doing a bunch of weird things for a couple of dollars. And then that gets the wheel turning, you know what I'm saying? I bring it up because a lot of us are comfortable with telling complete strangers our life story. You would literally sit there on a subway or, or, you know... 
a, a fucking park bench. Yeah. Some dude comes up to you or a woman comes up to you and they start talking to you. Like, hey, what's up? What's your name? You're like, oh, my name is Danny. Oh, what's up? How's everything going with you? And then like next thing you know, look over and they got like a book that says, I don't know what to expect when expecting. And you're like, oh, you're going to have a kid. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, going from a kid to like your husband beats you. And you're about yeah. to kill yourself, uh, you know, every day of the week. Yeah, kind people of thing. are very, very open. But that same person hasn't told this to the people that really matter that can actually do something about it. Mm-hmm. So why do they feel comfortable telling you? Maybe it's because they'll never see you again. So that's why I ask you, are you feeling more comfortable being blunt towards someone you already know? Yeah. Or I mean, someone else? Because that that's kind of like a mentality. Yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, uh, if someone asks me, yeah, for sure. Like, I'll, I'm going to be 100% like real with them. Uh, but another thing too, is like, I feel like I'm like, personally, I feel like I'm introverted to where like I can be around a lot of people, but only for a limited amount of time before I'm like, all right, time to go back into my whole re you know, like oh, regenerate. Yeah. yeah. Like I can, like, I can't be around a lot of people all the time, but I'm also not very talkative with people. Like if you don't talk to me, then I'm not talking to you. Like, it's just that simple. Like I even like personally, like if I know you and I know we have like history of being friends or whatever, and we like pass each other at the, at the bar like, I'm the type of person to just look at you and just see, like, if you acknowledge me first. And if not, then I'm like, all right, then whatever. Oh, dude, I'm good. yeah. I get my licks in you. I can, as long as I talk to you for, like, I don't know, 15 seconds. Hey, yeah. man, what's up? How's it going with you? Oh, I'm really good, man. Here with my girl. Oh, it's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. Hope you have a good time. Boom. That. That's it. We're good for, like, at least a year. Yeah, at least. Some people need, like, oh, I can't believe this motherfucker only talked to me. He kind of blew me off or he yeah. struck me off. And that's that that's the thing. People think uh, we're, like, introverted people, they're, they, they're like, Oh, he's just blowing me off. Oh, he doesn't want to come chill because this. And I'm like, dude, no, that's not it. It's just like we, people like that, don't need yeah, you human your, contact. You like got that. your satisfaction off that 15. Yeah, seconds we're good. Of like we're we're still good. <laughs> like we're still yeah. My best friend, dude. I haven't seen him. I've talked to him a few times since like eighth grade. The last time I saw him, but I like when I saw him after like four years of like just like small texts or like maybe like one Facebook post or something. Same way boys like like it never skipped a beat and it's like we don't i don't need this constant uh human contact or attention or all that i don't i don't need it i don't want it and i don't like it you know what i'm saying no I'm, yeah I'm, I'm somewhat the same yeah somewhat the same i i mean everybody probably perceives me as someone who goes around it's really like talky talky makes friends yeah. with everybody, which i do i do i like is people. that more in like a work us uh, everywhere uh, dude everywhere you i like cannot to... i cannot see if i go to bar i go to a lot of bars do you, by myself. Do you talk to the person next to you or are oh, you like are you like chance. walking in like fucking high-fiving people like all that crazy shit i think i think the last time i didn't ask like a cashier how her day has been mm-hmm. it's been years really every time i buy something hey how's your day going yeah i do the same thing i do I... that or i sit at a bar and i'm like hey what's up how you doing oh uh, i'm not you, what are you drinking i'm not too into that i i'm i like to stay quiet when i'm out like i talk to cashiers dude i feel like people need to show those people way more respect because they put up with some bullshit like <laughs> i used to be a cashier and like they deal with some assholes but like i i guess it's just because i used to work like you know retail and stuff like that to where someone comes up and you're, you're like hey how's it going did you find everything okay all right you have a great day like i come up to a cashier or a waitress or something and she's like hey and i'm like hey how's your day you know it's just like you know the basic stuff but when I go out or I'm somewhere, yeah, damn, that yeah, thunder. Yeah, like, all right, damn. <laughs> but yeah, like when I go out somewhere, I, I just, I like to pay attention to my surroundings. I just don't like to talk to people. I just, I don't know. And people come up to me and they're like, 
oh, why do you look so serious? Are you upset? Are you okay? But I'm like, dude, I'm fine. I was like, I really am. And I'm having a good time. I'm looking around, watching my friends <laughs> have fun. I'm, I'm like, but I like to just pay attention because in a weird way, it's like in my head, like I can, it's almost like you can create any story you want in your head while you watch like people, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I can't pay attention if I'm running my mouth. You know what I mean? That makes sense to me. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, even expressions, like, I'm not an expressive person whatsoever. Yeah, I, I'm not. I, uh, people tell me a lot, like, you don't show many emotions besides you're angry or you're quiet. I'm like, well, I guess, but. Yeah, I get, like, a Christmas gift, and it could be, like, the most shit-hot gift in the world. It could yeah, be and, you're, and, I, and you're just, like, you're just, like, nice. Oh, thanks. that's pretty awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dude, <laughs> I, uh, my girlfriend and my parents hate me for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got me, uh, like, all, all these super nice T-shirts, you know, all these great things. And, like, I open it up, I'm like. Oh wow, this is awesome! Thank you so much. And they're, you know, they're like, they got their phones out recording. They're like, oh, uh, that's it, okay. And I'm like, and you know, we talk, and she's like, you know, I thought you'd be like more excited. I was like, I am. I'm just not a very emotional person. Yeah, we're like those little like uh, the the fucking Fourth of July little black thing where you fucking light up and it's a little snake that comes out. Oh uh, yeah, and it's like, yeah, and you're like, that's it. And you're yeah, like, that's yeah. what you see, but like. <laughs> I'm really, yeah. I'm really a firework inside. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. I feel like I do have, you know, like people talk to me and they're like, well, like, what do you do in your spare time? And I was like, well, uh, sometimes I play Xbox, but I'm like, oh, I have a podcast. And they're like, oh, you do a podcast? I'm like, yeah, check it out. And they're like, wow, you talk, you, you talk a lot. Why do you sound so different? Like, you sound like you're way more energetic. I was like, because that's me in my personal time. And it's normally just a, like a one-on-one conversation. If you can get me talking, I feel like, you know, then like it's cool, but... I'm not an initiator. Like, I don't do stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, we all have different personalities. There's a comedian. I don't know his name. It's like Chris or something like that. Chris something. Mm-hmm. But he wears a trench coat, a hat, and sunglasses. And he sits on a stool on stage, and he gives his jokes in a very monotone voice, yeah. a lot of punchline kind of things. Dude's world famous. But that's his thing. He's afraid to make eye contact with the crowd. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's his thing. It's just like you... Not wanting to talk, but you have your podcast. Yeah, but it doesn't exactly. Mean it doesn't mean that you're not introverted. It doesn't mean that you are antisocial. It just means that this is what, this is your way of expressing yourself. Yeah, exactly. And I, um, there's nothing wrong with expressing yourself at all. Don't don't think that's what we're getting into. Like expressing yourself is like lame or something. But like, um, I feel like some people just get too caught up in wanting to express themselves that to where they almost become not themselves if that makes sense you know like they they express themselves so much and they make it so public and they they always want to let someone know like oh i'm just expressing myself and you're like you kind of just become like this monster and like this uh like you become like a slave to social media and like this this you just become character of yeah like you become douchey and it's just like dude please just just stop like just go live a normal life just go sit down we have there's millions we know uh, dozens of people who if they're around white people, they act white, quote-unquote. Yeah. If they're around black people, they act black, yeah. quote-unquote. You know what I'm saying? Like, be your fucking self. Please be yourself. Just like, stop stop, stop that, trying dude. to fit this stereotype or this this character. Like, there's people, like like you said, they change their demeanor. They change all these things and just to fit in. And, um, like, what's the point? Like, what are you really trying to accomplish here? Because I take it like this. If you have... Because you know how... It's, everyone has two groups of friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's your group that you hang out with over here, and then there's your group that you hang out with over there. If you're a character, the best way to find out if you're, like, really yourself is to get them all to come together and then let them start talking to each other and then see how you work around the room. You know what I'm saying? Because 
I've seen it happen, you know, with my really good friends, they come around with like hit, hit their other group of friends, you know what I'm saying? Now we're in the same room and I see them doing stuff that they never do, mm-hmm. saying things that they never say. Absolutely. And I'm like, and I'm like, that's, I was like, that, I see through that shit, you know what I'm saying? And, and you're just like, why are you doing that? What's the point? I had the same thing in high school. I had one group of friends I was into, Magic the Gathering, Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. Pokemon. Of course. Now my other group of friends who was into cars, um, drinking, poker, things of that nature. Yeah. I hung out just the same with both of them. Sometimes I would be with one friend and not going to lie, one of my group of friends would make fun of the other group of friends, mm-hmm. you know, and I'd, I'd get kind of annoyed, but I never said anything. But I mean, it, it does happen, but I never changed who I was when I was in the vicinity of either one, either group. Of course. And it, it never happened, but if it ever did get in a big group, I'm not going to go specifically tread towards one group. I'm going to... You know, whoever's there is there. Yeah, you just got to be yourself because yeah, it's easy. people, you'd be surprised, you know, as someone's always watching, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter who it is. Like, it could be your best friend who's, you know, really paying attention or it's a parent at somebody's house that's paying attention when you're over or a friend of a friend who's there. They're always watching what you do, you know? Like, regardless if you think so or not, someone out there is, like, paying attention to all your posts, all your stories, and they've always got something to say about it. So someone's always watching. Um, and that's why you just got to be yourself and, and not fit this character that everyone's trying to be. Like everyone wants to be fucking this big, super positive, like influential person. And then they just want to embody that social media status and all that stuff. And I'm like, dude, just stop. Just like if you, the most successful people literally just stuck to their guns and were their, were themselves. You know what I'm saying? You, you got people out there probably right now that are not liking your stuff. Oh yeah. Because just because you had the balls to fucking stop yeah, this. Yeah, and that's it's really funny that you bring this up. So I was out um, last night, and uh, I, I mean, your your boys make fun of you. You know what I'm saying? Like your boys will make fun of you. They'll they'll talk shit to you. It's whatever. But you yeah, know, like like if I were to make fun of you right now, I'd probably be like introducing myself to you at a at a bar. I'd probably be like, Hey, what's up? It's uh, Danny Rolled in. Welcome to uh, the bar we're at right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, to do some some some. Yeah, and and you know, like it's funny, but like um. There was a dude there that, you know, me and him, we don't see eye to eye, you know what I'm saying? But it's not, I'm not the, I'm not a very confrontational person. I was just like, whatever. I was like, he, he's there. Let him do his thing. Um, but like my boys, you know, you know, they come up to me and they're like, yo, so like, how's the podcast? You know, like genuinely asking. And I'm like, oh, it's good. This and that. And then uh, my buddy, you know, makes a, a joke and he was like, yeah, he's like, I tried listening. And then he was like, I made it halfway through and I kind of just stopped. And I was like, ah, you know, like everyone was laughing. But that guy in the back was laughing a little too hard. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, okay. he was laughing a little too hard. And I was like, I was like, you know, I, I know you're like laughing. I was like, but I know why you're laughing so hard is because you, you like thinking that it's that, it, that I'm embarrassed by doing this, you mm-hmm. know, or like this is that it's ridiculous or like it's stupid that I do it. Like, why would I even try? And it's funny because that's when I knew he's he's still paying attention. I know for a fact he still thinks about me sometimes. Like I wonder what that douchebag's doing. Like or like he sees my post and he's like, "Wow, oh, what a loser!" Like and, and that right there is a trigger. Like if if someone's laughing a little too hard or not clapping for you in a room for someone who's giving you applause, you should really pay attention to them because I promise they're paying attention to you too. Like I guarantee you. Yeah, I guarantee it. And and. If he's listening, yeah, I'm on to you, bro. But it's all good. I mean, you know we've all been that person at some point. Of in time. course, and that's, dude. I'm so glad you said it because everyone wants to say that they're fucking. They don't hate. They don't do that. But you will. People will. You will personally. You'll do it. I've done it. You've done it. 
you just got to learn that that shit, it, you're fine, dude. Like, yeah, it's not a race. You know what I mean? I mean, look at, like, one of the number one podcasts out there right now, which is Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. I mean, he started off on, what, Fear Factor or whatever yeah, he Fear started? Yeah, Fear Factor, and then, like, he was doing, like... Now he's announcing a UFC and all these yeah, other things. And, but at some point in time, like, let's say he did start a podcast before podcasts were a thing. Mm-hmm. Someone out there is going to be like, who the fuck wants to listen to someone talk for two hours? Exactly. On yeah. a recorded, you know, line or whatever. Who's going to purposely pick up, you know, their their laptop and go on YouTube and go listen and, to someone yeah, talk? Yeah, just go watch someone talk. Go look at his fucking podcast views and you'll see why. Putting up numbers. He's, he's putting like, up millions. Like two million, three million views. Every episode. And he's got heavy hitters. Elon Musk. He's got, you know, all these people, like very important people yeah, in society. big time. And um, that's the thing with doing a podcast, you know, like. Some people don't really feed into the idea of doing it, but it's content. It's stuff for like to, it's easy to consume. It's, it's simple, but people, they're like, oh, you're just a podcast guy. Like whatever, who, like you said, who wants to listen to that? But, um, and they, they think so much that it's ridiculous. But the way I see it is I started off the first, the first one we ever, you know, put on the internet got like 130 views. So I was like, oh. Perfect. You know, people are listening. People are doing that. To you, that was a big deal. That was a huge deal. You know what I'm saying? Um, And then eventually, the more we went on, you know, some, like, they were only getting, like, uh, 20 views, 25 views, and whatever, because people will view it for the first time and be like, yeah, it's just not for me, whatever, and then kind of move on. But, you know, the more you kept watching it, you know, like, to me, I was like, okay, I was like, we had a big audience to check it out, and these are the people who stayed. Okay, now, the more I keep dropping content... Okay, it's stable. These this amount like twenty five people are still viewing, twenty five people, twenty five people, and then I start saying, Okay, twenty eight people, twenty nine people, and then like thirty people, and you're like, Okay, cool. You know, thirty people in like two weeks for like a podcast. You know, an hour and hour and thirty minute long podcast. You're like, all right, whatever, that's not bad. The podcast I put out two weeks ago just dropped and within two days it had forty five listens. And I was like, That's a big jump, you know what I'm saying? Forty five listens in two days over before like 30 uh listens in a week Mm -hmm. you know i'm saying i was like that's a huge deal so to me i don't give a shit what they say you know what i'm saying and i feel like everyone should uh, adopt that into whatever you're doing you know because at the end of the day i mean who's who's going to bed at night in your head it's you man it's just you in your head you know you're you're talking about your buddy who said a penny closer to being a millionaire exactly the same shit you're one viewer closer to exactly i'm one viewer closer to i'm that might be more important to you than a million dollars actually yeah and the, the thing is too it's like um people get set on this number like oh i just want millions of of dollars i want millions of viewers but you got to understand, man, you, everyone starts from zero, like this podcast. At, at first, it was all talk. You know, it was like, yeah, thought about it. I didn't even think about it. My girlfriend was the first one. She was like, you should start a podcast. That, that'd be kind of funny. Like, I would listen. And I'd be like, yeah, all right, cool. Like, I guess. And then it started. And then people, you know, stuck around and listened. But, like, it, it started from zero. No viewers, no equipment, n- nothing to talk about, no name, no logo, no none of that. But I had to step up and do it. And and, it, and people, when they first see you do something that isn't what, like, that's a little bit not normal, they'll be like, yeah, okay, like, let's see how far that goes. And then they'll see that you're consistent. And some of them will be like, all right, it's good you're keeping up with it. And some people will be like, man, that all that guy ever talks about or does or posts about is this. That's so stupid. But then when you start gaining momentum, that's when they, they start looking back. Like, damn, like, what's really going on? And then... Before you know it, you're at the top. It's just being consistent. It's just like being an Instagram model, man. 
Just keep taking. <laughs> you take enough sync pics with your booty on top of it. You're gonna get. You're gonna get some followers. Yeah, you know you're I mean? gonna get ten thousand followers. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> then, but, um, then you finally get the uh, the ultimate, you know, Instagram profile where you can actually sell some fit tea and some waist. Yeah, shares. stuff like that. And I mean, I respect the hustle with whatever, but I mean, like, consistency is what's gonna make it happen. You know what I'm saying? And that's where I feel like a lot of people nowadays they just fail at. They don't give a shit. They're like, you know, it happens, and then they don't get recognized immediately or within mm-hmm. like the time frame and they're like all right that's enough of this they want it right now yeah they want it right now but th- that's you know even going back it's to what we originally started talking about it's discipline how hard are you going to push like think about it like martial arts right we, we we do martial arts we think about it you start off at the lowest belt and then you have to grind your ass off and you have to get freaking haze sometimes to get to that next belt and sometimes you can reach the test and fail mm-hmm. and you got to start all the way back over but I I would rather have a guy who's failed twice but still came back more than a guy that, you know, just, like, breezed through it and was able to just take it and leave. Because, yeah, the guy, like, he understood it and he did his thing. Like, cool, whatever. But that motherfucker who's just, like, he just can't quite get the hang of it, but he still has the heart and the drive to just keep fucking going. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's that's the type of shit I want on my team, my sales team, my fighting team, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because... It, that's what I got to look for. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? No, it yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. You want the person who's going to put out no matter what. Exactly. Because I don't know what happens if the guy goes to the next belt and he fails. He's probably like, yeah, whatever. You know, like. Yeah, I'll just be a, I'll just be a great belt for the yeah, rest of my yeah, life. Yeah, for the rest of my life. And I'll you got the other dude who's like, no, fuck that. I'll never be stuck as a great belt. Yeah, I'll, I'll never be stuck. He's like, I want the highest I can go. And then he's like, after that, I want to be instructed. After that, I want to be instructed trainer. After that, I want fucking two, three, four. I want them all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's exactly it, what happened to me. I became an MEI and I was like, man, like, my next step is. M-A-I-T. Exactly. And eventually it happened. Exactly. So, and it's, it's discipline to keep going. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, God, it's just, uh, I don't know, man. Everyone, everyone, in my opinion, it's just lacking everywhere. And I mean, I lack it too. You know what I'm saying? There's things that I still need to tighten up, but you know, I have to be honest with myself and then, you know, I have to have the discipline to get it going. You know what I'm saying? Really put it, yeah. uh, Really, really put it in effect. But, um, yeah, for that, we're just going to wrap it up right there. One thing i like to shout out at the end of every podcast is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. That's uh, 1-800-273-8255. Press 1 for the uh, Veterans Crisis Line. These are real people. Uh, they're all on call 24-7. So if you're ever feeling down or you need someone to talk to and you can't reach someone around you, give that uh, number a call. It's 1-800-273-8255. But before you do any of that, make sure you can talk to a friend, family member, Brother, sister, mother, daughter, best friend. I mean, there's billions of people in the world, so uh, you know, there's got to be someone out there that's willing to listen to you. Uh, you can always hit uh, me up on social on social media, Kevin Ray Deanda. You can follow the podcast and hit up the podcast at Side Conversations Podcast on Instagram, Side Convo on Twitter, and check out the Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Side Conversations Podcast. Uh, Danny, where can they find you on social media? Oh, you got Di Roldan on Instagram. You got my first and last name, Danny rolled in on Facebook, wherever you want. I mean, honestly, just find us, find somebody to talk to you because we're all yeah. willing to listen. And especially just if you want an anonymous person, you're not sure who exactly put a name to the face, hit up the side conversations podcast. Of course. Instagram, at least, you know, you know who it is really deep down inside. <laughs> it's <but>, your boy, <laughs> but it's going to be, you know, it's going to look like side of conversation. At least you, you don't feel like obligated to uh, follow up with this person. So yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I, I, I really I actually like that you do that. So that's pretty awesome. No, thanks, man. Yeah, it's I mean, it's one thing that's affected me. I'm sure it's affected everybody. You know what I'm saying? So like, 100%. It's, it's a it's a it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And that's just one thing that, uh, you know, this world needs to get rid of. You know what I'm saying? So other than that, man, thank you so much for coming out on the show. We had a great conversation. I enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? I, I hope. The, yeah, I hope the people listening to this enjoyed it, too. Uh, other than that, we'll see you next week. Peace. Thank you.